You don't know what you have until it's gone. Through loss, I, Kimberly, host of Self Love Sister Podcast, am learning to live. From the age of eight, I suffered from multiple autoimmune diseases which took my capacity to walk and even to speak. As these abilities gradually returned, I found a deep gratitude for this delicate and wonderful life. The fact that I may suffer a relapse at any time pushes me to appreciate all the more the wonder of living here and now. Through sharing my experiences and through interviewing others, I invite listeners to experience their own gratitude for life. Hi, welcome to the Self-Love Sister Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly, and today I'm joined with Christopher. How are you, Chris? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. I'm doing this. And I mean, we connected over TikTok. Isn't that crazy? It's fun. Yeah. I love TikTok. I do too. It (laughs) It demands more. It's not like Instagram where you can just post a picture. It demands more. It takes a while to get comfortable with. Yes, but I love it because I get to find amazing guests like yourself on there with similar mindsets and everything and just positive vibes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because or I sent you a message because I wanted to talk about self-love. And you are someone that talks about that so much on your videos. I do. <laughs> yes. So please tell us like about your journey of self-love and at what age you began and everything. I don't know. You know, I always, um, when I read lots of books, they like to say things like, uh, you know, troublesome childhoods often lead to early awakenings and stuff like that. And suffering, you know, leads to an awakening. And, you know, so I don't by any means think, you know, I had a super challenging childhood or anything, but I I definitely was different and seen as, you know, stood out in maybe a good way sometimes and maybe a bad way sometimes, you know, and so bullying or, just being kind of always the alternative person, you know, I don't know if that's the right word, but just kind of led me down a totally different path. And sometime around 2011, I had a a lot change personally, and it kind of just sent me down this road. And I just keep going further down it and kind of like a rabbit hole, I keep going down further and further and further. And, you know, I really enjoy making videos for TikTok to kind of talk about self love and forgiveness and 
acceptance and non-judgment. Uh, I guess my main theme of it, other than self-love, is is the idea of connection over separation. And there's a lot of things in the world right now that are trying very hard to keep us separate and, and keep us identifying with separate sides and separate teams and separate identities and separate labels and stuff. And it's, you know, whatever, but I'm trying to, you know, remind everyone, you know, we are all one and we, we need to be connecting with each other and connecting and seeing that, that we are all very similar and all alike, not separate. No, and I love that. And I know when I first started self-love, it's not like, you know, you found self-love, you're done. It's it's like mm -hmm. a day working process. Yeah. And like I an onion, it has layer after layer after layer and you think you're done and it just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole, for me personally, is like loving myself despite all these challenges. Mm -hmm. Because for those of you who don't uh, like, already know you know I have autoimmune diseases and I'm also also um disabled so I have to you know not hate the process that I'm living in I just have to accept yeah. myself and just love myself as it is yeah absolutely well I know we when we first talked we talked a little bit about stuff that I believe in and that I read and about you know the idea of that somebody like you you know souls give themselves a challenge like this to with the mission of spreading self-love in others, you know? But then of course you come here to do the mission and the first thing you have to do is learn to love yourself and, you know, let go of things and forgive things and accept things. But you you know, the ultimate mission is likely to, to spread the awareness of self-love, which is, you know, what you're doing with your podcast, you know? And so, like I said, like a few minutes ago, a lot of early suffering and challenges are put in place so that it will lead you to these breakthroughs and awakenings and you know, learning to self-love and then you can spread it and get, you know, get other people on. I was chilled just by so many stuff that you said and I loved it. And mm -hmm. one thing that really struck to me was that you said that people like in their past lives had asked to be disabled and, mm -hmm. stuff, and stuff like that. So can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I think the thing I read was in Dolores Cannon, uh -huh. who was, uh, she was a hypnotherapist and she would get people into like the deepest trance of hypnotherapy and it was all on accident. It was funny how she discovered people going into past lives because she was just doing regression for their own lives for like uh, helping you quit smoking or to lose weight or whatever. And it would often be something in your in your life or your childhood. And so she they were re regressing and going back and they went so far back that the, so, the, the, you know, the subconscious went into another lifetime. And this was all like accidentally discovered. But one of the things she discovered through speaking with spirit was that you know, as far as incarnation, if you think of it like a lineup, like there's a whole, you know, all kinds of souls want to come to earth right now because it's such a powerful time. But the, the lineup for disabled bodies was the longest because it, because of two reasons. One that it, um, if you have a lot of karma to clear, and when I say karma, you know, I don't mean bad, nasty, negative punishment stuff. I just mean balancing of your awareness, right? And so when you, like, as you know, when you are, you know, dealing with you know, challenges like the disability, your awareness of things is super heightened and you, 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 you gather awareness about things way more than somebody who's not dealing with the challenge. Right. And so it's partly to, to increase your acceleration of growth. But then the other reason it said was that, um, you know, lots of souls who have a mission to help raise the vibration of the planet and help humanity is that they know that a, a handicapped body, for example, can be so, such a greater inspiration because if you can overcome the personal challenges and spread ideas of awareness and self-love and all these things, 
you know, while you're living in this super physical challenge, then the ability to inspire people and to help people is, you know, multiplied by tons. And so that lots of these souls want to come back with a handicapped body because of the soul growth for themselves and then for the benefit that it will give other people's growth as well, you know? So, so like, you know, you, we were talking, you know, you gotta, you know, the, one of the quickest things you have to do on the road to acceptance and self-love and all this is to face the fact that you either consciously or subconsciously in the spirit side or in the physical, you are the creator of your reality and you chose your path. And so you can, you know, I think I said to you, you know, you can spend your whole life complaining and being upset about it and being angry or feeling, what did I do? Guilty. And wouldn't it really suck if, you know, you lived this whole long life, you know, and then you passed over and God was right there and said to you, I don't know why you complained the whole time. You chose that. You should have stopped complaining and you would have got a lot more done. And you go, oh, I did choose that, didn't I? <laughs> and you didn't think, what? Well, I just spent the whole time, you know, whining about it. And so it's not like there's nothing to whine about. It's not like it's something to get over. But you have to stop seeing it as something is done to you and stop seeing yourself as, you know, the victim and stop seeing it that, you know, the hand of God is punishing you or something or you did something wrong to put yourself in this situation. Because there's a, a higher aspect of yourself on the other side that is knows exactly what it's doing and it's guiding you to your own lessons and it's guiding you to your purpose and so for you for example like your purpose is partly to inspire and help other people grow and awaken and so your soul maybe says hey well you want to know a really great way to do that give yourself a big challenge give yourself a handicap give yourself some sort of thing to overcome or to live with and you will be able to fulfill your mission way more and your soul says awesome let's do it and you do it and then you come through into earth and they call it like the waters of forgetfulness you completely forget that you made this agreement and then all you have is a disability or something that you don't know why you don't remember you don't feel at all like you would have chosen this why would anybody choose this and you completely forget and then you go through the human process of of suffering until one day you awaken to the memory that oh yeah wait we all chose we all chose our paths on a soul level somewhere somehow that you chose this for a reason or faith and trust in god we've talked about to me you know god and and, and you are the same thing. You know, we are all a part of the totality that is God or consciousness or the universe, whatever word people want to use to describe it. But you, in some sense, are choosing the path for you. So instead of whining about it or crying about it or questioning, why would I do this or getting angry about it? You just have to take like a deep inhale, a deep exhale and say, I chose this for a reason and I trust myself. I trust this, the non-physical self part of me. I trust the God part of me. I, now let's go. And that's, you know, that's what you've done. Yeah. And it's not something that's easy. And I feel like a lot of people, because they're like, oh, okay, you're 25. It's super easy for you. It was not like growing mm -hmm. up with a disability, especially it's so hard, yeah. but you know, you have to, like you said, trust the process that everything happens mm -hmm. for a reason. And that's always what I've said when I was younger, I was like, you know what? I was given this, I have to trust that yeah. at the end of the day, I'm just going to make it. I, I have no idea how, but I have yeah. to make it. That's why I love that conversation because even, even though I heard it previously, like it still gives me chills. The most important thing about it, I think, is like you said, um, what'd you say? Everything happens for a reason. It's kind of taking that to the next level, whereas it's like everything happens for a reason. And more specifically, you know, it is a part of me that chose this. You know, it's when people are always putting putting God somewhere else, you know? or being like, this was done to me, this was given to me. And even though like, in a sense, that is true, you have to kind of bring yourself into it and say, oh, like, I chose this for a reason, I better not let myself down. Like, 
there's obviously a purpose behind this. And if you spend your whole life wanting to have a body that is not disabled, well, you'd get to the other, you'd, you'd transition after your life and you'd get there and your guides or your spirit or you, your high self, God would say to you, well, why would you do that? That wasn't the whole purpose that you came here for. Like that person over there, they came here to see how fast they could swim in a minute, you know, or something, how far they can swim in 30 seconds. But that's not why you came here. You came here with a totally different mission and you've brought all the tools that you need to do that. And you've set yourself up in the family, in the situation, with the body, with everything that you need to best lay that out. And so it's not about looking out and saying, you know, what can I find to make me happy knowing you have everything and it's just whatever you have is is enough to to fulfill whatever your purpose is. And if you're looking for something else, then you're you're looking for some other you're looking for somebody else's purpose, not yeah. yours. I don't know everything and I don't think I'll ever know everything. I take little life lessons from everyone and I just mm -hmm. like take what helps me and I love it. Yeah, well, and and like you said, doing it for yourself is mm -hmm. is really powerful, you know. And you can help a lot of people, but one of the the biggest ways you can help people is by just being keeping yourself at a higher vibration. And so you don't necessarily need to fix another person's problems, but you can hold space for them to heal, or for them to grow, or for them to awaken, right? And I mean that that's what I that's why I named my TikTok and my website like My Space to Love, right? because it's kind of the idea of space, you know, and holding space for something, you know, and so you don't necessarily need to be the the person that heals or saves somebody or something like that, you know, everybody's got to do it for themselves. But you can hold space and, and the best way you can hold space is by helping healing yourself all the time, you know. And so I, I hear you like, it's cool to, like, sometimes I'll make videos. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just record them. And I just kind of wing it and go for it. And I ask for some help from spirit and stuff and, and I just record it and then I watch it back right before I post it to make sure that it like works and sometimes I put music and to make sure the music isn't too loud and every sometimes I'll watch it back and at the end of the video I'll go like oh yeah wow like <laughs> and it's like it's like someone's talking to me and so mm -hmm. I'm absorbing even though I'm the one who recorded it when I hear it back you know shortly after it's like someone's telling me and I'm putting th through the filters of all my life and thinking, okay, well, where am I doing this? And, you know, and so it, it, it benefits you, you know, it's like helping, you know, with the intention of putting love out there and helping and putting inspiration and stuff out there in the world, it ends up helping and healing you as well. And then the more that you can heal yourself like that, the more you have the ability to go out and help and put it, put more out and more out and more out. Right. So it's this really nice, amazing cycle that when you set out to help and improve other people's lives what you don't realize is how much it will help and improve your own life and then it and then it and then it goes back and forth you know helping your own life will then give you the ability you know to hold that space for people so that they can heal and and grow through it yeah. oh yeah that's awesome and yes i can relate to you like when i record a tish hop sometimes i don't even know what i'm saying i like space out yeah, so when i have to go back and edit it i'm like did i really say all that and yeah yeah it's crazy i feel like someone else is like borrowing my body just to get around it's true well no it's like it's really interesting because i i used to do um videos and i would say them in pieces and now i just kind of it's just one stream of endless talking <laughs> you know and it seems to like i every now and then i would have a video and i'd be like oh, i have so much i want to say in this and maybe i should like make notes or something and it never works and so now i just kind of open my mouth and hope that i'm under three minutes before 
so I can post it on TikTok. <laughs> but it kind of, it just kind of comes through, you know, and I don't know where it's coming from. I know that there's a quote out there that says, you know, having confidence is not walking into a room thinking that you're everyone. It's walking into a room and needing not to compare yourself to everyone, to anyone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I live by that. I mean, that's, that's just what it is. I feel yeah, like, absolutely. or I know that I'm good just how I am. Yeah. yeah. Well, comparison is, is the quickest way to get into a dark place with social media nowadays oh yeah mm-hmm. it can be very toxic it's like an endless it's an endless battle and it's like it's tricky because if you're putting something out there for a reason that has nothing to do with gaining followers or getting likes or whatever the problem with social media is that it's all a run on numbers and yeah. so even though you that's not your intention or the reason you're doing it you're always being bombarded with numbers 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 and so it it pulls you it like keeps getting your ego and it keeps trying to pull you back in there even and then you have to kind of correct it and straighten back out and be like okay no it's not it's not the point it's not why i'm doing this and but it's you're right we're all we're all being you know pushed to see ourselves in in a in number sense and that's that's silly because you know energetically what's really going on is that anybody who's holding a high frequency for themselves is affecting people around them and they you know say any somebody who's at the state of like peaceful complete enlightenment is oh is is balancing out millions and millions of people in low states it's just like you know light and dark sure they're equal in a sense but the light when it's on is bright as shit you know (laughs) and so it's kind of like that when you are at that high brightness you're not just affecting yourself you're affecting tons of tons of tons of people you know in your in your area and you're putting energy vibrations out all the time and so so maybe you have you know 10 followers and one like on your picture but if you're living your life in a state of of peace and bliss then you're actually you know you'll get a different set of numbers you know from god and god will be like oh well actually you're you're this is what your real impact is and so don't get caught up in those numbers on that because that's that's pe- that's peons compared to what you're really affecting energetically and yeah. it is affecting people and then and then back to the whole disability thing it's like you know somebody sees sees you physically you know and they take okay oh this person oh that must be this or this and they're making quick little you know assessments or judgments of it but then they see your face and your smile and your energy and they can we can everyone can pick up on people's energy and they feel your energy and then all of a sudden they're faced with two things. One, that you have this amazing high vibrational energy. And two, that you should be in a dark place. You shouldn't be this happy, you know? And so then that really affects them, you know, because they're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, so, you know, just going out, you know, you can be the, you can be the cashier at a grocery store and you can be changing more lives and doing more amazing things than anybody who's, on you know youtube or tiktok or doing all these amazing things like you don't have to be in this niche in this area to be affecting it it's about your state of being on a regular basis and that benefits the most person it benefits is you obviously and that is so true and so you have to feel that abundance and great gratitude for what you have before you can draw more of it into your life you know and when people look at you and say you know you're your, your your smile you know they're they're referencing you look so happy and so it's like you know you think people you think what people are the most jealous of is cars or bodies with no autoimmune disease or the, what that's what people are the most 
the most in desire of well it's not true uh, everyone is is jealous of and in desire of more than anything else happiness and so if you see somebody who has is sitting on the street and they have a disability and they live in a tent but you look at them and they look genuinely happy and you are driving in your nice car and lots of money and your body that doesn't have any disabilities and well immediately you're going to you're going to you're going to notice that they have the one thing that the one thing that you really truly want mm-hmm. and so we can we all have different different lives and different bodies and different financial all kinds of things and different pasts and different parents and siblings and children but we're all seeking the same thing you know which is freedom from our minds the freedom from the judgment and the the cruelty that we put upon ourselves and you know we all just really want happiness and so when someone sees that in you they 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 don't care at all what else is there because you have the one thing that everybody wants isn't that crazy like the happiness i mean if you think about it it's free you can mm-hmm. achieve it mm-hmm. it's just it takes a long time to like accomplish it yeah absolutely like you said before it's a it's an endless thing well and it's funny because in um Eckhart Tolle who wrote the power of now which is maybe my favorite book ever um mm-hmm. he always says you know how long does it take to to reach this state and he says no time at all because it's all done right in the present moment all your power is right now in the present moment there's no future there's no past you will never experience the future when the future comes you will experience it as the present as right now that when the future's here it'll be now everything you experienced in the past you experienced in the now the future and the past are just mind constructs that don't really exist and so when you think oh it just takes a while to do this well it really it doesn't take any time at all because you just be it you just you just disconnect from identifying with past and future means you let go of regret you let go of worry and fear and all the things that are future or past related and you realize that in the moment there's nothing stopping you from being happy and being content and you know you can just do it at any moment and that's why it's so hard right everything that is so 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 hard in life is so simple you know i would say enlightenment is like climbing a mountain and then once you're at the top of the mountain realizing there was like a little path just below in the valley that you could have walked right through and you didn't have to climb that whole mountain but <laughs> the trick is that the only reason you saw the path was because you climbed the mountain right and so it's like everything in like enlightenment is so simple but it simple doesn't mean it's easy and so happiness is the same way happiness and freedom from the mind and stuff it is all so simple because you only have to just do one thing and just let go of all these you know anchors that hold you down but it, it you know it's simple and easy but it's not so i'm sorry it's simple but it's not easy yeah. you know the difficult it, process yes it is and there's another quote i i i love my quotes if you can't tell, <laughs> right. but there's a quote that i always say is nothing in life is easy and if it's easy then it's not worth it yeah and totally so that, i love that i love that you said that your top 3 easiest self love tips that you okay. live like every day my top 3 easiest self love tips okay well the first one would be to forgive yourself Mm-hmm. and i mean for everything because it's over it's done what's done is done and there's literally no point 
obsessing over it. And so, like I said, you know, these two things are so linked together because self-love is great, but I don't think self-love is necessarily the door you go in to get self-love. And I think the door you go in, in this case is, like I said, realizing that, you know, living in the moment and living in the present moment and living right now is all that you can do and all that exists. And if you're living in the past or the future, you're living in non-existent places. And the, and they're just made up by the mind and the mind gets caught up in them and obsesses. And this leads to regret and a lack of ability to forgive yourself, right? And as soon as you shake the ideas of past and future and realize that they're, no, they're just fictional places, then all you have is right now. And then you let go of everything behind you and then you can forgive yourself. And you forgive, you know, forgiveness, I always say, is not just like forgive for this, forgive for that, but to be forgiveness and to forgive everyone, to forgive yourself, to forgive your family, to forgive your friends, to forgive everything, to forgive life, to forgive God, whatever it is. It's If there's something in your life that you are unable to forgive, then it is, it, you know, I always talk about anchors, right? Like anchors and ascension. Every, if you want to fly and float, that's our natural state, but we have all these anchors that hold us down. And the anchors are like, you know, regret and blame and shame and comparison and judgment and things like that. And so if you can release these, these anchors, then they will free you. And so if you haven't been able to forgive somebody in your life or forgive yourself, then you just have to know that is like, I think the biggest anchor Mm-hmm. that you could ever imagine you know and it is doing such damage to your life and to your state of being that you ha- you know so so that's you know that's the first thing i would say and this it is the, the thing is like self-love is you know getting out to the light but the the way you get to the light is through the dark you know and so you have to face the darkness you have to face your your anger and face your you know why you feel these dark feelings and why you feel them you know, face them and shine light on them and get through them and work through them through whatever therapy or, you know, I mean, it's called shadow work in like the spiritual community, mm-hmm. but work through it because you have to get through all that dark stuff. So it's when I say forgive, you know, it's, you can't just like snap your fingers and forgive, right? You have to think about why you can't forgive and what you're holding and what that means and why you're carrying this with you, this feeling of shame or or judging that a person did something they shouldn't have done, or you did something that you should have done, or that you should have, you could have known better, you should have known better, but that's just judging a past version of yourself, you know, if you, you didn't know better, get over it, you know, you, you just, you didn't, and you did a few minutes after, a few seconds after sometimes, and then you trick yourself into thinking that you knew better, but it's like, well, obviously you didn't, because you did it, you have to face the darkness, and you have to face all the dark sides of yourself to set them free, what's that too? Forgiveness, face the darkness. See, and another one I would say is like I said before, you know, abundance only comes to those who already have it. And so if you want to be more, if you want more things to be grateful for in your life, you have to focus on whatever you are grateful for, even if it's not very much. Even if it's you just find something, find anything. And the more you focus on that, what you do like about yourself, what you do feel good about, it will multiply. You know, but if you if you if you focus on what you don't like, it, it, that will multiply. And so you have to kind of give yourself tunnel vision and just focus on what you are grateful for. And I know you said you do that when you wake up every morning, and you know you can do it all the time and just pick what you have and start from there. I firmly believe that just being grateful as you are now 
is gonna really make your life way much easier like if you yeah. keep focusing on the stuff you don't have then i just feel like you're never gonna reach off like we're just programming ourselves like computers your subconscious is just a, a programmed being like you tell it that you're grateful and it will recreate gratitude you tell it that you're angry or that you're resentful or that these things and it will recreate that it's like the genie right as you your wish is my command <laughs> i'm so grateful there's so much in my life to be grateful for and the genie your subconscious law of attraction says okay you are so grateful there's so many things in your life to be grateful for we'll hear and, and it repeats but if you say i hate this and i wish this hadn't happened and i this and this then the subconscious takes it the same way. It doesn't judge. It doesn't care. It doesn't say to you, hey, that's negative. Are you sure you want to think and feel that? It doesn't check with you. It just, it just listens. It just says, okay, copy, paste. It's kind of like a garden, right? If you want to have a huge, epic garden that's, you know, a football field size and has every plant in the world, well, you have to like realize that once upon a time, there was somebody sitting in that garden with nothing but one tiny little leaf that they were trying to protect from too much sun and and the squirrel that wanted to eat it and get it some water and and that's all the focus is and you're not sitting there staring at the rest of the lawn going there's nothing here there's nothing here you focus on that one that you have and put all your attention and excitement into it or be grateful that you know more is coming and just and it will come but if you focus on what's not there then it, it's going to multiply and that one that you do have is going to disappear as well that's law of attraction is not this thing you sit down and practice it's it's the vibe that you're giving out every day you don't sit down and go i'm gonna law of attract right now it's happening all the time and so when you feel yourself in genuine states of gratitude you have to know that in that moment you are attracting more abundance and things to be grateful for in your life and every time you're feeling another way, you're attracting that too. And it's not like we're not, we're not perfect. Obviously, we're going to have times where we just can't get out of uh, like the dark things. And that's why lots of us have things in our lives that we want to get rid of, but we can't because they have momentum and they've built up and they've gained strength and power over time. And so you have to kind of start going the opposite way. It's like all this stuff got brought into your living room and you just, you're like, oh my God, all this negative stuff is in my living room. How do I get it out? And the way you get it out is like one by one, just be patient, you know, some things you can't carry in one go and you just have to slowly get them out of there. But as you slowly turn yourself from negative to positive, you will gain positive momentum. And then once, you know, you know, it's like a, something rolling down a hill, you know, sometimes we have to push our ball back up to the meet, middle after being so negative and complaining about what we don't have. And why isn't this here yet? And why don't I have this? And why doesn't this person talk to me? And why doesn't you have to go against the negative momentum? And then you finally get the ball to the top of the hill and then start rolling it the other way. And then it just takes off. And that's why you see some people's lives just full of stuff to be grateful for. They don't even have to make it up anymore. But you in the beginning, you have to, I don't want to say make it up, but you have to you just have to put your focus on to gratitude. And when you see yourself tipping the other way, it's not like, oh, I better stop being negative. That's bad. But take it more seriously and realize that you're creating your, real, your reality through your thoughts, which create feelings and your feelings create vibrations, which draw everything back to you like a magnet. And so you can be negative sometimes, but just remember to be positive and grateful as much as you can so that your average always averages out to 
something above 50%, but you're always bringing it in, you know? And then, you know, to not beat yourself up when you're negative. If you spend a day in doing nothing or pigging out or getting drunk, doing whatever you want to do, like go for it. The next day you wake up, like don't spend the day beating yourself up over it because we're all human and we all have the darkness and we all have to, you know, go to dark places sometimes. Not saying those things are all dark things, but that's a big one is that in self-love is you'll do well and then you'll fall back off the wagon for a minute. And instead of get instead of moving forward after you, you know, our minds like to spend a little while beating ourselves up over the fact that we fell off the wagon. You know, it's like I called the mind the bored bitch, right? Because it's like it just has nothing else to do but sit there and talk trash about things all day. It's a it's we as humans don't understand the power of our minds and what they're doing. And so you just at some point have to say like listen, zip it. Like <laughs> I forgive myself. I'm okay with it. I want I'm going to move forward now and and let it go, you know, and stop. But we get addicted to this like to the the negative voice. It's just the same as gossiping about other people, right? You don't really you wouldn't think you'd be addicted to gossiping and talking trash about yourself. But, you know, most of us are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely know. I would just say, oh, I'm only talking to you with like my closest friend. I'm like, it's not. Yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. But yeah. we have to stop that. We're like, so now yeah. when we get together, we talk about ideas and how we're growing and stuff that's going to be better for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and people always say like, I mean, you can talk about other people, you know, I mean, it's impossible not to like, we're going to do it. And like you said, if you're it's easy when you are with someone who you know their intention or their heart or where they're at and they know you so that they can, you know, you understand that you're not going to go spread it like, oh, we're talking about each other. But like you can talk about people, but you, we all can feel the moment in us when we switch from talking about someone to talking about someone, <laughs> you know? And yeah, so it's yeah. like, you can talk about people, like people are topics, you know, and you can talk about them and, oh, this person did this. And, oh, wow, that's crazy. They did that. Oh, that's interesting. You can say all these things, but you can feel in you. And again, and the more you, the more you like release judgment stuff, the stronger the feeling gets. And the second that you, you or the person with you kind of switches it into that kind of judgment place. And you'll start to feel a little bit icky, you know, and you're like, oh, now I think we're talking about this person, like, not like they're a topic, but like they're, we're trying to, our egos are involved in it now, you know, so I know it's tricky. We've all been conditioned to do that in our culture. It's the thing we do. And it's like breaking ourselves of that pattern is breaking ourselves of patterns is literally the name, the name of life's game. Like mm -hmm. here you've been conditioned in all these patterns and now spend your whole life breaking them. <laughs> Oh and re gosh. reprogramming yourself and i love how you use like little phrases that i think it's like for the average people that we can just laugh at like yes we're having a serious conversation but then you throw in a little giggle or something and it's like yes we're just like two <laughs> friends hanging out i love that. yeah can't it's take things too seriously it's dangerous yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> so hard especially like you said we were conditioned to feel like yeah take life seriously and that's what it is mm -hmm. and, stuff. and no, you can't. You have to enjoy yourself while you're yeah. in the process. Well, and it's all, all the conditioning about, you know, how hard you have to work to achieve things. And it's like, well, you know, you're going to do work and, and achieve all these things. But it's really about your state of being and your vibration, what you're putting out there. And, you know, that's that's manifesting your reality a lot more than the work you do. The work you do is kind of like it, it will come. You just have to get yourself in the right vibrational state to draw it to you you know aka you have to be it right like you don't attract 
you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. You, if you want things to be grateful for, you're out of luck. And that's why I said, see, if you want to attract things to be grateful for, you only attract what you are already. So the way to attract something that you're grateful for is to focus on something else that you're grateful for. But we've been conditioned to focus on the work we have to do to get what we want. But if you focus on the work you'll have to do to get what you want, all you will do is create more work and you will keep yourself in a state of wanting. And so instead you have to say, I am this already, the end. So like for you, it's like, what's the difference between somebody saying, somebody being a, who has someone with a podcast who like 200 people listen to versus 200,000? Is the one person, is the person with 200 not, not an inspirational podcast creator? Well, of course they are. The numbers, like we said at the beginning, they don't, they matter for certain things and they're your, your audience and who you're reaching and, but they don't change what you are and you are that. And if you focus on that, then you'll just keep recreating it. Right. Whereas many people in that situation would keep seeing it as a future goal because of numbers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Right. Whereas the people who have the huge numbers, they didn't, when they were in the process, they weren't focusing on it. They were just doing it. You know, like I watched this, I'm a star Wars geek, you know, and I watched this, documenting on star wars and you know the biggest like movies of ever right and watching it you when george lucas in the 70s and you see him and it's like he's so busy and he's so like involved in every aspect of it like he ain't thinking about how well this movie's gonna do he doesn't <laughs> give a crap you know and so it's like that's the point right is it's like it's not if you focus on the outcome and focus on the you know the numbers and the goals and all this stuff then then you're not enjoying the process and you're putting yourself at a different vibration and you're opening up comparison and all things like that. And if you just enjoy the process and do whatever brings you joy and you love, the rest will follow. Do what you love and the money will follow. That's what Mm -hmm. people say all the time, right? And it's just like, what's so hard for us is to many of us have been able to do what we love, but then it's so hard to, to let go of, like I said, TikTok and Instagram and stuff are endlessly throwing you numbers. And the people who who have the biggest numbers, it's a, it's, a, it's a funny joke because most of the people who have the biggest numbers, you know, were able to not think about the numbers. And that's how they got the big numbers. Because the, if you think about it, it creates resistance, you know? And so some people have worked their ass off to get to where they are, but those aren't the people who are necessarily enjoying what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know? You can do it through hard work and stress, but that's not necessarily like in line with your greatest, highest self, you know? It's like, you're just enjoying it and really genuinely appreciating it. And if one person a day is inspired by something you said or did, and that's what brings you the true joy, then just staying in that space will bring all the abundance to you. Yes, that and that is so true. Because I know in the beginning of when I started doing this, and then I was like, oh, I have to work, I have to do this. And then as soon as I opened up Instagram, I was doing it for the, the love and the inspiration. I wasn't even focusing mm-hmm. on the money. And flash, flash forward to like a, a few months later, I was like getting brand deals and stuff like that, stuff that I didn't even imagine. And wow, yeah. I started, I mean, I've been blessed enough to now I can say I'm a full-time content creator, but at mm-hmm. first it was just a hobby. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's how most things start. They start off as a hobby until, you know, like you said, do what you love and the rest will follow. Well, exactly. And it's not like waiting for you to, you know, say the words out loud, like, I am a full-time content creator as opposed to saying it's a hobby. 
you know, that's not what law of attraction or the universe, whatever you want to call it, you know, your subconscious, that's not what it's picking up on. What it's picking up on is your state of being and what you're doing. And so what you did is you created content and you enjoyed it, wanted to reach people and help and inspire. And you stayed in that space mentally, which creates, you know, physical emotion, emanations, vibrations. You stayed in that place long enough that 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 became your reality. If you want to be, if you ultimately want to be somebody who has like a daily vlog every you know, every morning, then the only way to become that is to start doing it. You just have to start. It's not like oh, I'll do one this week and then as it builds up, I'll do more. It's like no, no. You just have to do it and be it because your your you know subconscious is waiting to pick up on whatever the state of being it's seeing you create over and over and over again. And eventually it's like, oh yeah, this is it. And then it really starts helping. And then you, it kind of just happens on its own, you know? But you just gotta, you just gotta do it. You, just, you know, love, you, you don't attract what you want, you attract what you are. And then, and the number one reason people have a problem with this is because of numbers, is yeah. comparison, right? And that's why, again, back to like, you know, self-love and things, either are really coming from a lack of awakening and lack of consciousness you know and if i had one message if i could stand up in front of the world and say one thing and then i had to sit down again i'd say you know we are all one and so the idea of competing and of all this stuff is is silly because we are all one and ultimately what we want especially those of us who kind of have come from other places to help earth uh, we really want everyone to connect and to remember that we're all one. And like you said, know that things are coming through you and you're not this amazing individual human who came up with it. You picked it up and you were open to it and receptive to it, but that we are all one. And so, you know, there's no comparison. There's no competition. The fact that you're doing it is amazing. And if you can get your head out of that space of comparison and competition and judgment of yourself, amazing, amazing manifestations can come in. And so people are always doing the manifestation and they're thinking about it and they're following the mantras and the affirmations and practicing. But then there's a part that comes after it, which it's the the negative momentum, the resistance that puts them right back where they are. And it's a belief, right? It's not that it, the fact that they have 87 subscribers and not a thousand is not the problem, not the reason that they aren't becoming bigger. It, the problem is that they have a belief ingrained in them so deeply that you are only successful or only officially this thing if you have a good running business or whatever, or a certain amount of people that, right? That's so ingrained. And so you have to dig inside yourself and kind of like a computer and rip yourself apart and find the wire that's, that's connecting the, the, the belief to you that says success means big numbers. Success means this, right? And rewire it to, Success means I, I did it. The video is bloody out there, you know? I do yoga every morning and I used to always have such a hard time with it and like getting to do it and it's like, oh, you know, and like especially getting into a routine. But I, I found that the, or I, used to, or I would go swimming sometimes, getting in the water and doing laps was, is technically the part that's hard, is, is, is hard on your body and exhausting. But the hard part was getting my ass to the pool, getting putting on my shorts and then grabbing my bag and going or, or the hardest of all getting in the water when it's that first moment, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I'm in the water, it's easy because the actual hardest part was not chickening out, was not giving up, was not flaking out. Right. 
And so for you, putting a podcast out, putting a video out on TikTok, whatever, it's like we, you as a content creator and me know it's hard. You know, that's why so many people on TikTok and are just watching because Instagram, you could put a picture up of your dog and everyone like it, you know, but now TikTok's like, we want a little more. You got to give more, you know? And so people are like, oh my God, right? And so everybody knows how, how difficult it is to be a content creator. And so it's hard. It's, it's nerve wracking. It's awkward. The first time I started to record myself, I just laughed and laughed and laughed awkward. And then you have to see yourself and then you see all the little things your face does or the, what you're, you know, or they say, Oh, is that a wrinkle? Or you just, you go through this horrible process of having to take yourself from what you don't see to putting yourself out there. And it takes a lot of bravery. You know, you realize that like the hard part is, is it's motivating and encouraging yourself to do it. And the hard part is, is getting yourself to a place where you can just open your phone and record a video, you know, and then putting it out there is easy, you know, and you don't have to put hashtags, you don't have to put a title, you can upload it in seconds, you know, and then maybe people like it, maybe they don't, maybe it gets a whole bunch of views, maybe it doesn't. But if your focus, if people could just get their focus to stop at the point when you hit post, when you hit post, you're done. That's 100%. Just like when I jumped in the pool of swimming, like I'm in the pool, I, the, the cold water hitting me is what I was terrified of. It's happened. Everything's easy from now on. I'm on the yoga mat. I'm doing the yoga. The hard part was actually motivating myself to do it. And so the, the, the success that especially someone like you have reached is in the, in the, just the fact that you're doing it. But our culture and our programming is so used to judging your success based off what comes after. And that's the broken program, right? It's like the six, you are enormously successful because you overcame your fear. You overcame your shyness. You overcame all these things and you put yourself out there and you, especially as a you know, person dealing with you know, bigger challenges than most. To put yourself out there is a huge success, a personal success and a huge achievement and a huge breakthrough. And you just need to know that when you hit post, you're done. You've completed, completely succeeded in something that so many people are trying to do. I just helping so many people. And then if that video or that post or that podcast or whatever doesn't do well, then when you catch your mind starting to judge your success based off the lower numbers from the one before, that's when you catch yourself and say, zip it. <laughs> I know I've succeeded in what I'm doing. I am a podcaster. I am a video a content creator, whatever. I did it. And how it is received is not any of my business, really. You just have to trust yourself that whatever you're putting out there, people are going to gravitate to and love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the more that you kind of are genuinely putting out what you know, you want to, the more people, people really respond to energy and genuineness, you know, and that's why I like, I like making all kinds of videos, but the ones where I can just talk in one stream, I really like them the most because I know when people watch them, there, there's, there's no moment when I stop and check my paper. Oh, you're really passionate about this. And this must be really coming through from somewhere. And they're like, they connect with the vibe that you're giving off. So. Yeah, so that's like why you said like a post, like in the podcast, you know, just having casual conversation this isn't like uh you have a script and i have a script that it's like yeah and people can pick up on stuff like that and they'll connect with those deeper yeah two friends on the couch talking because i received messages before saying i love that your podcast is so casual like there's never a mm -hmm. pause or anything awkward it just flows and i'm like thank you so that's why i kept doing it i think and i love the style of it because i don't stress mm -hmm. myself out i don't i don't think i stress you out of like oh, we have to talk about this now. Like, no, it's just, it's just whatever flows out of our mouth. Totally. Yep. I'm totally stressed out.
I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hoping for, you know, as many people who want to see my videos to see them because, you know, these messages that are coming through, you know, are so important for everyone and including me, you know, but um, so it's like, I, I, I want people to want to watch them. But what I also want is for people to have their own lives and to be, have things to do and to, you know, be passionate about their own activities and stuff. And so I like that with TikTok, it's a less amount of time. And I know you, you, we all get lost in the TikTok like rabbit hole and it's still relatively new that it's so neat seeing so many different people from all over and strangers and stuff. But, you know, I feel like with, with these longer videos on YouTube and whatnot, it would take up more of people's time than I wanted it to. And I like that somebody can say, you know, I'm feeling kind of, you know, like I need a new perspective on something and, oh, maybe I'll open a TikTok and watch somebody's little inspirational video. And I really like that they can, they can do that and they know it's going to be three minutes or less of their time. Because I, I think that's just more, I don't know, I don't know if I mean it's more respectful of their time. I just, I just don't think we need to be talking for, for 15, 20 minutes about a, the same topic to get the point across, you know? It's kind of like we said everything so simple, you know? And so, I mean, it's cool in this podcast, we've definitely gone from, we've, again, I wish I had written down the topics we talked about because I think we've probably talked about five or six things. <laughs> hooray for shorter videos and hooray for people's attention spans being low because it has created TikTok, which is, you know, formatted for low attention spans, but you can still, there's, there's people on there just looking for cats and dogs stumbling across somebody's video on self-love or something and it's happens to be the message that they really needed to hear you know and so i just love that like you can the content is all there you can, it's almost like walking into a trap right you're just there to laugh and you end up having a bit of a an awakening or a releasing of something you were carrying or some an an an, uh, an, an increase in self-love you know, from somebody's video and that you purely just went on to, you know, have a laugh at something. So I love that. It's kind of like a, a spiritual self-love trap. <laughs> yes, I love it. I know that's what I did when I first found you. I started, you came on my for you page and then I went over to your profile and I, I just lost it. <laughs> I mean, I okay. just got so, I was so enticed with the messages and your energy and I loved it. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah, I definitely have to connect to this person. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like everything happens for a reason. And I absolutely love it. Please tell everyone what that is about. Website is just myspace to love.com. Mm -hmm. And then my TikTok is myspace to love 38. Okay. I'll make sure right. to link it yeah, all my space to love 38. Yeah. Yeah. My website doesn't have the 38. Funny how my, my mom was getting a TikTok the other day and I was trying to help her pick a name and it's like everything she picked was taken and I was like oh yeah. you got to just put a number I was like I said we don't realize that there's billions and billions of people <laughs> who are taking TikTok usernames yeah I know. <laughs> but I'll make sure I leave all your links down below Chris you are a wonderful person to talk to and I feel like time when I talk to you I feel like time doesn't go by I feel like it's just stop <laughs> I know it's see I told you I talk too much Okay. Thank you, though. I appreciate your kind words. It's very, very nice of you to say so. So, yeah. <laughs> Time is real for clocks and for meetings and for movie show times, etc. But when it comes to your own mental awareness of your life, you just have to realize there is no such place as tomorrow. No such place as yesterday. You will never experience them. And all of your power to change your life is right now. I love that.
I'm so happy you said that. That's a great, like, that's a great exit. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Chris. It was a pleasure talking to you. And thank you so much for this wonderful information. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you again. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. Thanks, Kimmy. Have a wonderful day. You too.